The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Padder Tobin is with me, the Ain2 leader and TD. Padder, should RTE Television broadcast four hours live coverage of the upcoming coronation of His Majesty King Charles III? Absolutely not. Um, it's incredible that we have a public service broadcaster in which we are all forced to pay uh, our money towards and the licence fee on an annual basis, which is cutting domestic programming, uh, shows like Ireland's Fittest Families and, and many other domestic shows, you know, which you know, has a very limited delivery of domestic dramas, which just t- closed the transmitter recently, uh, which broadcasted um, radio to Irish emigrants uh, in Britain. doesn't seem to have money for any of that and yet wants to broadcast this four-hour show on, on the British coronation at the same time when there's six other television shows, t- stations showing exactly the same content. And, you know, it just strikes me like T.J. Cahar has, a, has its kind of a title, Sulella, another eye. But for Orti, it seems that it's the Sul Cana. Um, it's basically the same eye as other television stations. Um, so I would ask the question is, you know, what sense is it to broadcast this particular uh, program when so many other television stations are broadcasting it? Um, is it public service television to do that? Um, and if it's not, well, what's the purpose of RTE uh, in, in the first place? Um, you know, many people have other issues with this, mm-hmm. and that's obviously the, the whole idea of a coronation is, is fine for the British, that's, if that's their choice of a head of state. Uh, but many people will have difficulties with the fact that there's £100 million being spent on this coronation at the same time where there's 300,000 people in the north of Ireland living in poverty, um, nearly half a million people in the north you know, waiting on hospital waiting lists, 45,000 people in the north without a proper home. You know, that there's this level of inequality between a hereditary head of state mm. and ordinary people who will actually have to foot the bill as well. Michael O'Regan is with us as well, the journalist and broadcaster. Michael, will you be sitting down to watch the coronation on RTE television? I won't care, no, uh, but I'll watch uh, because I have some <laughs> I have some stuff on on Saturday, actually. But uh, I, uh, I could see myself watching it in the news and I could see myself on Saturday night watching perhaps edited highlights of it. Uh, I must say I disagree with Pather. Um, I think RTE is right to cover it. Uh, the RT is the national broadcaster, but it's a media organization in its own right. It can't be looking over its shoulder on who else might be covering a particular event. This is a big news event, Kieran. It's Now, it's a bit of show business. It's pageantry. It's, uh, you know, the last coronation in Britain was 1953, a long time ago. Uh, and it's a bit like watching the Oscars or whatever. Uh, as far as many people are concerned, for others, of course, it's very, very serious. They believe in the monarchy and all that. Uh, so I think RTE has made a decision to cover it. They're not responsible, by the way, for what the British taxpayer has to pay for it. Uh, they're covering a big news event. Mm. And I think uh, uh, they're absolutely right. There's also, by the way, Kieran, the important aspect of this from the Irish point of view uh, uh, representation there, our own representation, it will include uh, the President and of course very significantly Michelle O'Neill who's copper fastened herself now as uh, you know having the right uh, to be Sinn Féin First Minister yeah. representing all people, hence the Irish interest. 
I, I, I don't think, and I'm going to come back to Pattern in a moment, but I don't think he'd suggest that, you know, RTE or any other media organisation, even News Talk, w- w- would or should ignore the coronation. But it's f- like four hours of live coverage. That That's a bit excessive, is it not, Michael? I don't think so, uh, in the sense that uh, I, I, I said, uh, the viewing figures will be interesting. Uh, for a lot of Irish people, they have the most peculiar relationship with the British royal family. I can remember my late grandmother, staunch Republican, long deceased now, staunch Republican, um, you know, very much, very much an Irish woman of her time, following, as did her contemporaries, the fortunes of the British royal family, because, Kieran, it was a kind of soap opera. You know, it was the Dallas of its time. Uh, uh, you know, uh, that kind of thing. Uh, uh, so from that point of view, the Irish have followed it as a piece of drama, really, and mm. uh, not taking it very seriously, but quite fascinated by uh, what is going on. Uh, and also, the scale of this, and of course it is going to cost money, will be something else. Uh, the, the, you know, the, the pageantry, uh, many people will find it absurd, no doubt, but on the other hand, absurd, but fascinating. Uh, Padder Deck says, I can now understand why the unionists are so afraid of a united Ireland. Now, I know you can be a unionist and, and Republican. You don't necessarily have to be a unionist and loyalist. But plenty of unionists are loyalists. Is there not an argument that, you know, in the spirit of accommodating uh, uh, their own particular culture in a united Ireland, that this is the type of thing we should be doing? Yeah, well, well, first of all, I will say that um, we, we speak to many unionists and many people from a Protestant background in the, in the north of Ireland on a regular basis. And actually, many have actually spoken to us about the fact that they would talk to Aintu before they would talk to Sinn Féin in terms of United Ireland, just on the basis of history. Um, and, but I do think that people make a mistake when it comes to reconciliation. Um, absolutely, reconciliation is really, really important. Um, but we don't have to dress up in each other's political clothes to reconcile. So reconciliation isn't where two sides become a mixed up something in the middle, wearing kind of, you know, each other's uh, political attributes. Reconciliation means that we have a plural society where there are plural loyalties. I can be fully an Irish Republican. Somebody else can be fully an, uh, a unionist. And we can get on really well together. We can be friends and we can work together on, 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 on projects that are important to ourselves. For me, that's, that's kind of wolf tone, you know, Catholic, Protestant and dissenter. Um, pluralism is the key, actually, to proper reconciliation uh, in Ireland, North and South. Um, so, you know, I, I, I think that there's a mistake there. And the second element I will say is, you know, reconciliation is a two-way street. So it's important to remember that the, uh, you know, King Charles was, a mem- was the head of the Parachute Regiment, which murdered many people in the North of Ireland. He's never apologised uh, for that. It's important to remember that, like, you know, British rule has had a very negative effect on Ireland and north and south, that actually the British government are going in the, the opposite direction to reconciliation at the moment. At this month, we'll see the legacy bill pass through the House of Commons. The legacy bill gives an amnesty to the British military who have murdered hundreds of people in Ireland, you know, not just in the north, in places like Dublin and Monaghan. The British are refusing to help um, in the truth recovery to that. They're withholding evidence. And now they're saying that the people who committed those murders have an amnesty in relation to... Uh, And what has the coronation on RTE got to do with any of that? Well, it it, it is all mixed up in it because, you know, Michael is right that in one level this is a soap opera, this is tinsel, this is, you know, pageantry. But on another level, the the King of England is not just some cuddly teddy bear uh, tourist attraction. He's actually the head of state of a country 
which you know occupies part of Ireland, which has treated you know uh, the citizens in the north of Ireland horrendously, withholds truth and justice for them, and is actually now planning to put in a bill that actually goes against the tenets of a liberal democracy where people have access to truth and justice to be able to bring a court case against a, a criminal who has murdered. And, you know, I, I do think that many people, you know, especially people who have lost loved ones, uh, north and south, at the hands of, of the British, you know, will have problems with the fact that, um, the, um, that you know, King Charles is uh, obviously being coronated, mm. and the fact that Michelle O'Neill is, is in attendance as a subject of King Charles as well uh, at this coronation. Uh, Michael, are, are people who suggest this, and it is just a bit of pomp and pageantry, and it's like celebrity watching, are, are they guilty of kind of a bit of cognitive dissonance for all the reasons that, that Patter just set out? No, not at all. Uh, not, in, not in any sense, Kieran. Uh, look, what's wrong with a bit of escapism? You know, what's wrong with uh, spending, you know, having a few cucumber sandwiches and perhaps even a glass of wine and watching it as a form of escapism uh, or whatever? Well, it's at uh, 10 o'clock in the morning. I mean, I'm not sure yeah, it'd be well, advocating yeah, well, people to latch into the wine. Later. <laughs> <laughs> later in the day. I didn't realize it was starting at 10, actually. Uh, the wine would come later in the day then. Have a Barry's tea and a few cucumber sandwiches, you know. And uh, you see, I think Pather misses the point about uh, where we are. Uh, When the Queen came to Ireland and bowed her head in the Garden of Remembrance, we had crossed a Rubicon, really. When Martin McGuinness met uh, the Queen and when he met uh, Prince Charles, we we were into a different era. Uh, And from that point of view, uh, I think for RTE to recognise the significance of this um, from an Irish point of view, uh, and it is significant from an Irish point of view because of those who are attending. Bear in mind, Karen, back in 1953, uh, we rejected an invitation to the coronation of the Queen because of partition, etc. Now, that was understandable at that time. But, uh, and the other thing is this, uh, RT is a national broadcaster, but it must make its own decisions on what it covers. Mm. It would be like saying to News Talk, don't cover such and such a thing because people can listen it, listen to it in RT Radio 1. Or saying to the Irish Times, don't cover such and such. Sure won't they read about it? Uh, we, we, we wouldn't bore the arse off people by covering the same stuff that they do in RT Radio 1 now, Michael. You, you, you know that. <laughs> I, leave, I leave that, uh, I, I pass on that one, Kieran. But <laughs> <laughs> I would expect you to say that. <laughs> uh, uh, P- Patter, I mean, would you accept that for, for the overwhelming majority of people who do sit down to watch it, I mean... Parachute regiments in 800 years and Michelle O'Neill being a British subject and all of that would be far from their minds. It, it is going to be just a bit of people watching, isn't it? Well, I, I would suspect that the overwhelming amount of people in Ireland won't watch it, won't be interested in it. And I would say even in Britain, you know, the, the figures showing that, you know, significant chunks of especially young people in Britain have no interest in this, you know, archaic anachronism of a, a, a ruling system you know, there will be people who watch it for many different reasons. And, you know, that, that's fine. You know, we live in a, in, in a society where it's a pluralist society. People are entitled to do what they like. All I'm saying is we have a national broadcaster here who is putting on the same show as six other television stations at exactly the same time, while cutting back 
significantly on the production of a lot of Irish material and services to Irish emigrants uh, in Britain. And I just don't think it's good use of our uh, 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 public money uh, to do that. Mm. You know, we do want good relationships with Britain, but that should be built on an equal relationship. And our relationship with Britain is asymmetrical. And that's the truth of it. You know, Britain has very little interest in Ireland, very little knowledge about Ireland, and yet is, over the last six years, we've seen with Brexit, is a source of so many difficulties to us. And we need to, you know, be honest with each other, not sweep stuff under the carpet, if we want to build a proper, mature, decent relationship with Britain into the future. Uh, Pader Tobin, A2 Leader and TD. Michael Regan, journalist and broadcaster, thank you both very much uh, for joining me here on the show. Uh, one listener on 087-1400-106 says, I find it absurd that Ireland would broadcast four hours of the coronation in a country that was conquered and ruled for hundreds of years and often quite brutally. I do not see Greece or Serbia celebrating a change of government in Turkey, which conquered and ruled them. Should Poland cover the coronation or change of government ceremonies in Russia, for example? The Brits are gone. Time to get over it. Somebody else says, it's a Ratings winner for RTE and it probably cost them next to nothing. A win-win for them and a great suggestion from somebody. Kieran. I bet if News Talk broadcast coverage ratings would climb massively, why don't you suggest to management that you could do the commentary yourself? Now there's an idea. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.